Hey, good morning, everybody. Good well, afternoon. Good, av- good evening. And good night. Welcome to Behind the Scenes of our best days. <laughs> My name is John. My name is Arvin. <laughs> and right now, we just found out that our microphones were You don't have really to be that good. loud if you have a mic. So, if the larger your microphone, the whole the podcast, you have to be. we're going to talk. Um, very quiet like and calm. Nighttime DJs. Like we're nighttime. Did you ever listen to Sunday Night Slow Jams? Sunday Night Slow Jams <laughs> on on, on the BET. Radio. No, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, not there BET. were several different radio stations and several, shows that had. And they were yeah. like, "Welcome yeah. to." They had. They spoke very much a lot Sunday. better than I can. Yeah. yeah. And I would be driving home at night, and I'd be like, "Why <laughs> do I need R&B to repent? Playlist. Because I feel so." <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the appropriate word is like turned on. It was. But it was. Music I would feel like turned that, on, and then it was like the one I would listen to was like, and against my parents' best wishes, I would listen to the one where they'd like shout out their love. They're like, I want to shout out my uh, friend, this or my girlfriend or my yeah. girl, whatever. I miss you, baby. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. They call, like, Did you listen to the radio tonight? Yeah. 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 I remember. Okay. So whenever I was, hey guys, we are going to get to the podcast. <laughs> totally. In just a Give second, us a second. But, Go I, ahead. but you stay all right of there. you guys have probably, <laughs> if you are, if, if you're older like us, you're aware of this thing called the radio. Right. Um, so for Sirius XM, it was like an before, actual it's dial. It's an actual radio. Like, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I still listen to the classical radio station. That's not to like be a highbrow. Um, passive aggressive comment like people who don't are not smart. That's right. not no, of I'm course. Not. But you are just, impressed. Yes, but you, yeah, you guys should admit that you're impressed that I do listen to classical. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so but on another thing, whenever I was in college in my dorm room, I really wanted to listen to Delilah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Delilah, <laughs> love someone tonight, and. That was really bad at singing. But Delilah was a nighttime DJ and people would call in crying. And it was like, and she would go, I think I have the best song. Like, (laughs) okay, so people would call Delilah. In fact, Sleepless in Seattle is based off of Delilah. I didn't know that. Sleepless in Seattle is based off of this female DJ named Delilah. Delilah. And she would come on easy listening at night. And she literally was a radio psychologist. Wow. Yeah. To where people would go. Yeah. Um, I just broke up with this oh. so-and-so, but I really feel like yeah. it has just been a, uh, a whirlwind of emotions. And, <laughs> and, and then she goes, yeah, yeah. What, what was her name? Do you want to say anything to her tonight? Wow. Literally on the radio. <laughs> and this guy would be like, yeah, her, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I just want to let you know that, that that what we had was real, and and you know, and then saying other things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd go, "I think I have the right song for you," right. and then she'd play "Boys to Men," end of the road. <laughs> Although we've come to the end of the road, still I can. And oh, she'd go, God. "All right, well, let's give it up for Jake um, <laughs> as he cries himself to sleep tonight." Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Incredible. yeah but Incredible. she's awesome and and then she went but i would listen to her at oh night boy. in my dorm room uh-huh like to study yeah it was just an odd season of my life but i was like yeah i it's a weird thing to where like if i ever met delilah and 
because of her voice, you yeah. always imagined her to look a certain way. Oh, sure. And people were like, have you seen what she actually looks like? And I was like, I choose not to. Right. I don't yeah. want to know. No. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's kind of like whenever you hear a song that you go, ooh, I really like this song. Yes. And then you make up a music video in your head Absolutely. of what this. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden you are watching something and the music video of that song comes on mm -hmm. and you go, that was yeah. a dumb music yeah, video. Exactly. Yeah. And it ruins the song for you. Cause like you're like the music video that I made in my head right. was much more cooler. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, <laughs> this is behind the scenes of our best day season three. That's right. And today, um, we're really grateful for this because, you know, as you guys know, um, if this is your very first time listening to us, we want to say thank you, mm -hmm. especially if you've held on this long totally. for that first yeah. 10 minutes. Wow. We apologize. For sure. But we uh, work in the creative department here at Victory mm -hmm. uh, Church, victory.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So whether you're listening to it in the year 2053 wow. or 2022, yeah. Um, that's what we do. We have done uh, scripts of productions and films mm -hmm. and conferences and all these things. And so within the ministry world, there is a best days. There yeah. is a thing that everyone's like, we're right. going to hang our hat on. Like, yeah. this is our thing what that we want to put on Instagram, yeah. that we want to put, you know, on our YouTube. Like, yeah, this is what we showcase. Right, right. And so this podcast is about behind the scenes of yeah, what people showcase. Exactly. So for us, it's ministry. Yeah. But for you, whether you um, are a working parent or you're a business person or whatever, right. you probably have a behind the scenes of what you showcase totally. people. Yeah. So we kind of talk about the nuances of that. Mm -hmm. And um, anyways, so we were talking about timing and uh, timing of things. Uh, so we'll talk about timing of dreams, yeah. timing of when to share certain things, sure, yeah. timing of all of these things, because I think that, um, you know, there is a timing for everything. The That's scripture. Right. 100%. There's a Ecclesiastes. Yeah. In Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. Mm -hmm. And even the tough things like uh -huh. a time, you know, there it, it does say a time to kill. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, I don't know if we can do that today. Kill a and if we habit. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 Or yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> I look to them for approval. I go, did you enjoy that? Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. So, and one of the things that we had mentioned that I, w that I wrote down was, um, the right thing mm -hmm. at the wrong time is a bad thing. Right. I'm going to say that again. The right thing mm. at the wrong time is a bad thing. That's right. Do not confuse your three year plan yeah. with your 10 year plan. Yeah. Don't confuse your three-year plan with, because those yeah. two things are different. Right. Where you're going to be in three years is totally different than where you're going to be in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you think that things are going so slow. Yeah. And then you look back and you go, right. whoa, so much has happened in yeah. three years. Absolutely. I look back in my life. Totally. Maybe those of you who are listening or watching, you look back at what God has done in your life. Yeah. If you don't believe in God, you can still look back and go, whoa, the last yeah. three years. Yeah. Especially in these specific 2019, 20, and 21. Like, wow. Yes. That span. All of those things. And yeah. then you look back 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So that is why anything that you are in a rush to get, mm -hmm. it, it is the biggest temptation. I know for me, with my personality and, and, those, and those types of things, and maybe for you, Arvin, sure. and those of you who are listening or watching right now, yeah. our biggest temptation is to get upset 
or that whole scripture, hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's right. Is that your heart is sick because yeah. you're surrounded by everyone's best days, right. or at least the best days that they showcase. Yeah, yeah. And all you are looking at is your behind the scenes. Yes. And you were like, oh, man. But yeah. the thing is, is that the structure that God is building in you mm -hmm. to hold the blessing that he has for you, yeah. it has to be strong. If you knew what God had in store for you, you would not be upset over the process that he's taking you through. 100%. Type of a thing. Absolutely. And so whatever it takes to understand that. So, yeah. Arvin, now, now you go. Oh, sure. I mean, we talked about um, the nature of the average person nowadays with the social media climate that we have. Yipers. And um, it seems like the more and more I interact with people between ages, like even down to like 14 and uh, up to like, honestly, 35, 40. Yeah. Uh, people who are like very fluent on their iPhones or Androids. Androids. Uh, if you Yikes. have one. <clears throat> if you have one, we love you. Sure. But you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but you're probably not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. go for it. But uh, is when you're so fluent in um, exporting your life, you pay a lot less attention to what's being imported. Whoa. You're constantly interpreting friendships. Well, hold on, relationships. say that again. When you're so focused on how you're going to export your life, you don't have as much time to pay attention to what's coming into your life. You just mm. let life happen and then Whoa. you spin it for a story. It's actually really good. And all the, uh, your social media, I mean, you, and I'm not opposed to this. Yes, but I just want to yeah. observe from like, maybe it's a sociological, anthropological observation of like, what is this doing to human people that uh, I sit there every day and I put a story on in my car and I talk about a story that happened to me? And that way, I found it myself. Maybe this, maybe no one else does this and I'm about to get debunked. But I have observed that when I'm thinking about my life in terms of how I'm going to tell the story later, I'll behave differently. <gasps> I'm less present. I'm more so like – and then it turns into like – and this has been a weird one in the last probably five to 10 years. It's probably going to get worse in the next five to 10 years. Um, the things that get a lot of attention in a story are conflict, what you disagree with, what you're standing up against. I'm not opposed to, <clears throat> excuse me, calling out uh, people who need to step down and resign from things. But I, I, I hesitate to say the word cancel culture. It's kind of become a thing of like, I'm I'm observing culture for what I can disagree with, and then I'm gonna like mental real estate. I'm gonna flip it for attention, and I'm so you. Okay, okay. Yeah. So 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 an example would be, I post something, sure, and then you get on the comments. Yeah, and I I well I would think of an example like uh, you and I go on a trip. Okay, we drive somewhere for a weekend, and we're gonna like get ideas for scripts or something. Yeah. Um, the whole time you're like, so Arvin, how are you? What's going on? And I am on my phone and I'm filming the road because I'm like, I'm going to use this as a clip of a video I'm going to make. And then this and then that. And so my uh, despite the fact that I can probably still have that conversation, my what I'm getting out of that time is, oh, I can't wait to post this and as opposed to this conversation I'm having with John. Yeah. On this and it's trip. like, I'm here and I'm not looking for a chance to flip, uh, what he says or what I say into a product. The reason that's harmful, I think so far is because it, uh, what do you do if your life is good? You have to make mountains out of molehills. 
And if mm. anyone calls you out on that and says that's not a big deal, you go, well, hold on. This is the word trauma is now everywhere. And so people are like, and I, under, and I understand everyone, your emotions are valid. It doesn't mean that they're justified. And it doesn't so, mean it's time to produce a show about them on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So if you're just like, I can't believe I was like abused and attacked right, right and you and it was like starbucks gave you the wrong drink right right yeah 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 <laughs> but you're like but this right and it's a and, huge deal and it's a huge deal yeah but and the only reason why it is a big deal is because you're like mm -hmm. because i need to post about it because sure. just because yeah the attention that i'm getting as i right. you know it's right. like at chuck e cheese when you put in the tokens i want it to light up totally totally yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm so gonna like, put in my trauma and then i'm gonna get likes and attention and that the only problem with that is like that is a cycle that rewards you for having issues. So Whoa. why do you want them? Why would you want them fixed? This is your moneymaker. It's your cash cow. Your trauma becomes your cash cow. I just know a lot of people now who are like 17, 20, 24, who are like not necessarily wanting their problems fixed and they're not even aware of it. It's subconscious, like the angle at which everything is spoken and communicated from them. The reason I say all this is because we've become a generation of people who overshare um, because we're convinced that's the that's the way to get out of this problem, what I needed to get out of it, as opposed to like, I've experienced this, this was difficult, and God has healed that process. Now I can talk about it because I have gone that approach. I don't talk about things while I'm still bleeding from them. Okay, okay. So that was another thing. We talked about timing of what God is doing in your life, mm -hmm. of knowing that your three-year plan is different than your 10-year plan. Yeah. But now we're moving to the timing of when to share things. Right. And something that Arvin actually said last week to me that I actually wrote up on the board is that, yeah. as I said, when you're, he said this, this is what Arvin said, mm -hmm. and I'm going to say it because yeah. I want to. No, of course. Arvin said, when you're done bleeding is the only time you can talk about a scar. Yeah. When you're done bleeding is the only time you can talk about a scar. Yeah. Safely. What that yeah. what that means is, and I know you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it means that if you are bleeding over a breakup or something that really offended you at right. a church or a business, or um, sometimes it comes down to relationships. Sure. Most of the times sure. it comes yeah. down to yeah. a friend, a spouse, a partner, something that like sure. it it you know, it yeah. offended you, it hurt you, an organization, whatever. Yeah. If you're still bleeding, anything that you are talking about, yeah, that's, that's oversharing. Yeah. Um, and so, but when you're done bleeding mm -hmm. is when you can talk about that yeah. scar. But the issue is, is that we're in a society that it's like <clears throat> behind the scenes, you're bleeding. Yeah. But like people are like, showcase it. Right. Flip like, this for attention. Flip yeah. this for attention. Yeah. And and I always want to be sure that like on this podcast, anything that we personally go through, sure. I'm like, man, did I overshare? I, I have sure. to like legit ask myself. About like, that. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. did I overshare? Yeah. And then if I'm like, actually, I feel healed about mm -hmm. this. Totally. Now there's been times where I have overshared mm. and I I've was still that. bleeding. I've done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where people was like, yikes, that was not a good look. Mm. I actually did that at a, um, oh man. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I was such in a weird, I was in a weird mood and Arvin, you may remember this, 
so we we did a downtown a victory downtown campus oh yeah right we did a victory downtown campus and we were meeting in this like art bar uh -huh. to where like during the day it was something else and yeah. then we would tear down and set it up and it yeah. was like you know it was a cool space or whatever right. So we were doing a series on Victory's Confession. Now, it's kind of cool because our podcast is about the Victory's Confession. Yeah. We say all the things. We say, I'm here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart, my heart is, open. is open. My mind, my mind is, is ready, ready to receive to because yeah. God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me. I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Yeah. So we broke down that that confession and we were doing a series based on stanzas, stanzas of that confession yeah. and where it lines up with the word of God nice. and then how we can apply it in our everyday life. Well, the part that I got was my best days are right in front of me. Yeah. So I got that. And it was in one of the most devastating moments of my life, but it was like, and, and my brother Paul was like, Hey, is this going to like tonight you're supposed to, you're up to preach. Yeah. And I was in a bad space Oh man. and, and he was like, are you wanting to speak on this? And in my mind, I'm like, it's hilarious that I am having to speak about my best days are right in front of me yeah. in the worst part and oh, wow. the worst thing I've ever been through. Right. Right. And it was like very fresh. Mm. I was bleeding. Interesting. And so I thought, no, I'm going to make it really cool and creative. So guys, what I'm getting ready to say is very cringy, but <laughs> I'm, I'm done bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so I go, okay, we're going to do this things called the best thing, the, my best days cafe. And so everyone at the beginning of the sermon is going to get a menu yeah. and we're going to do a progressive dinner where this is bonkers guys. Yeah, what I'm getting ready to say is insano, but yeah. it happened. Yeah. And anyone who was at that downtown service was like, yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> So after worship, I get up and I'm like, welcome to my best days cafe. Mm -hmm. And we handed out menus and in the menu were the sermon points. Yes. And then we brought so out good. an appetizer mm -hmm. and then we brought out tacos and mm -hmm. then we brought out a dessert. Yeah. And I basically broke up the sermon in three points, yeah. an appetizer, the main course and a dessert nice. and all those types of things. Yeah. But within it, it was like, but what happens if you get something that you didn't order? Right. And that was my thing of like, oh, wow. what happens when you're at the best days cafe and you're like, these are my best days are in front of me, yeah. but this is not what I ordered. Yeah. How, like, are you still going to eat it type of a thing? Wow. I was wow. trying to line it up. It, yeah. I, I think I was reaching, you know, like I was like reaching, like I have to make a sermon point. Yeah. And then <laughs> literally I just started crying. Wow. On stage. Oh. I started crying in front of everyone. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. I was like, sometimes you don't get what you ordered in life yeah, yeah and everyone was like oh wow literally eating cookies and looking <laughs> <laughs> people were eating cookies and did not know what to do and i was yeah, like we're yeah. gonna call the keys up oh my goodness and people like yeah, yeah. came to the altar call with their cookies it was such a <laughs> weird bizarre but in my mind i thought mm. i need to preach this for me yeah and i think if i was to if i'm to be completely honest i'm like it would be very easy for me to be like, I actually need someone else to speak tonight. Yeah. And I want to sit and receive. Sure. But I think because I was like mm. wanting to do to prove something mm -hmm. or, or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, that probably wasn't the right timing. Sure. You know what You're I mean? still bleeding. Yeah. And, you know, there are certain times that you have to just do a self-checkup. Now, mm -hmm. um, that was a cringy moment, <laughs> but I'm like... It, it was looking back in hindsight, I'm like, I can laugh because I was oh, like, yeah. that was funny because yeah. 
I was reaching and I was doing something that I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I did yeah. it and yeah. it is what it is and I yeah. can't change it. But whenever one thing that Arvin said last week was like, okay, within your Facebook posts, <laughs> um, these are for the people who are, who are on Facebook. Sure. Um, or within your Insta stories to where you're like, I really need to vent right now. Right. Right. If right. you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing about, if we talk about it literally to make the yeah. point clear, if you're got, if you have an open wound, it's very important that you stop the bleeding and then that you clean the wound. Cause if you get bacteria and stuff in there, if it's open to too many people, what I'm basically saying is like, whether it's a good example of like, Hey, my life is awesome. Or it's a bad example. And my life is so terrible. Look at this trauma that I've experienced when your perspective is like, I want to showcase that for attention. That's going to, create a really bad structure because even your happy moments are empty and then your traumatic moments i mean if you look at the news cycle that's what gets the most attention so over the time, news cycle gets the most tra- yeah, yeah so even even and i'm not opposed to this this group of people but when a celebrity starts to talk nowadays their pr trains them like maybe talk about what's hard in your life and it's like wow people that yeah. are like, you know what i mean they're like you don't understand like i'm I know, I know i have a lot of money and i'm famous and you know there was a whole thing where when the pandemic started everyone was at their houses and ellen degeneres in one of her like 12 nothing against ellen uh one of her 12 mansions was sitting there and she's like i'm just going crazy in this 45,000 square foot house i just don't know like you know what I mean? and everyone was like Huh? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, a little out of touch. Yeah, so when you, in, in a spiritual context, in a church context, it's often been the case that because we so adequately share testimonies, like, look, this person had cancer, they got healed. Look at this person, this happened to them, whatever. The, there is a uh, misunderstanding, a misinterpretation of that process where it's like, I'm going to find the thing about me that is like really bad, and then I'm going to figure out uh, how to f- finesse that, navigate that, tell that, make, that's going to be my story. And that's going to be my, and the problem is if that becomes your identity, then you're just like the, per- you're interpreting your life as it happens, uh, for, okay, how, how can I, mil- you become a producer for yourself and you're like, how can I, like, it's the essential, uh, the Kardashians did this with a TV show and they got paid for it, but you're doing it on social media for free. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm saying you collectively, like we as a society have gotten to this point. So yeah, I just and think those, it's harmful. Yeah. And, and those of you who are like, but wait a second, does that mean I can't share my testimony? No, that's not what we are saying. We want you to, there's power. You overcome by the, by the blood of the, of the lamb, lamb and by the word of your testimony. Absolutely. So your testimony is very important, right? But you have to make sure that you're done bleeding. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when, if you're talking about it and, and you're like, Oh, okay. I'm still bleeding in this area. That yeah. is what we are sharing. Yeah. So it's about the timing and being like, okay, yeah, God, is this the right timing? And right. if here's the great thing, the cool thing is that God is so great mm. that he's not limited to your like if you do do this sure like he's right. like you know what i'm still gonna use it right absolutely and, right. and god is, so that's the great thing about mm-hmm. god is that if you miss it god doesn't a hundred percent so all we're saying is just being careful on the timing yeah and if you mess up on the timing god can still use it but it's just not the ideal situation sure 
And then when it comes to those things that you're like, you know, someday I'm wanting to write a book mm -hmm. and, and you actually need an activation. You need a fire lit underneath you. Yeah. So that it, you, you know, some of us, you know, we actually, I know another thing on timing is also taking action yeah. because you are, you're only known like if a tree, you know, like there is, uh, there is a season for sowing. Mm -hmm. There's a season for reaping, yeah. but they are never done in the same season. Mm. There's a season for sowing. There's yeah. a season for reaping. They're never done in the same season. Yeah. So I say all that. I know that I'm, I basically just am. I'm saying a launch pad before I'm showing you the rocket, mm -hmm. but basically, <laughs> so knowing that being like, okay, is this season sowing or is this reaping? Like mm -hmm. what, do, what do I need to take action in? Yeah. So, <clears throat> and, uh, as far as when it comes to writing a book or a script or producing a song, or maybe you're like, someday I want to preach or I'm ready to launch this church or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. There is the timing of being like, okay, do I need more time to build structure? And then there's the flip side uh -huh. of some of us. It's much more romantic mm -hmm. and exciting yeah. and it makes us feel good about ourselves to have the idea and consistently um, like dance with the idea. Right. As opposed to just, you know what, I'm gonna pull the trigger yeah. and if everything's not ready, mm. we're, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah. So what's unique is I just came back from this uh, lead servant retreat. So here at Victory, um, we have these things called lead servants. There are people who are over the departments. And on this lead servant, we did this, we did this test. Yeah. Um, and this test basically shows your strengths. It's the mm. strength finders test, right? Yeah. And um, what is unique is that I would love <laughs> the great thing about the strength finders is it's like these are your strengths in a healthy way mm. and these are your strengths in an unhealthy mm. way. So basically it's a weakness finders test Interesting. also. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which some of us need. Yeah. We need some weakness finders to be like, okay, all right, I see you, I yeah. see you, I see you struggling, and that's that is in me. Yeah. But Within these strength finders, one of Pastor Paul, uh, Pastor Paul, our pastor at Victory, yeah. one of his things is activator. Nice. Now, an activator is this is a strength that he has, and I actually found out within my top five, I, it's number three for me is oh, an wow. activator. I bet. And an activator is, um, like fire ready aim. Yeah. <laughs> to where it's like, why are? <laughs> it's like. Why are we waiting on things? So sure. if I'm in a meeting and someone yes. goes, hey, let's do this and this and this. I'm on my phone emailing and texting mm -hmm, that person mm -hmm. ASAP. Right. Because right. I'm like, let's do it today. Yeah. Because I I don't like dragging my feet uh -huh. to where I'm like, okay, um, if someone's like, you know what? I would like to write a book. I open up my laptop and I open up Word document. And yeah. I go, all right. Your first sentence is, and they yeah. go, uh, whoa, well, whoa, whoa, wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on. And I'm like, well, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, well, I, I want to get things to, and I'm like, no, it'll never happen. Right. So in my mind, my biggest fear is like, um, you only know a tree by its fruit. Mm -hmm. Going back to the sowing and sure. reaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, uh, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says you will know a tree by its fruit. Yeah. And so if you're not producing fruit, then you're like that fig tree that Jesus approaches mm -hmm. in the gospels. Yeah. And he's like, man, you looked great from afar. Sure. It looked like you were in season, but you ain't producing nothing. Right. Exactly. Which means basically some of us, you know, again, another story, the story of the talents. 
hey, yeah. I gave you these talents and I came back and you didn't do anything with right, them. Right, right. Like you didn't multiply it. Yeah. And so it's going back of like, what is the timing of taking action on certain things? Right. You know? Absolutely. And so, you know, I, I guess the question is, and I want to ask you, Arvin, because sure. I feel like you may have a better thing is like, when do I know? Yeah. When do I know of like, what do, when do I pull the trigger? Sure. Um, on this, on this dream, on this blah, 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And when is it time to like, okay, be yeah. patient with this process. That's my 10 year plan. Uh-huh. This is my three year plan. Uh-huh. This is my one year. Yeah. I mean, it obviously depends depending on, is this like a career thing? Is this an emotional thing? Is this a testimony thing? Cause we've covered so much ground with all of that. I know, but obviously it's the, uh, the wisdom of God in each area. But I think, um, okay, let's say, let's say like, it's for a, like a, like a, um, let, let's say just for our purpose, let's sure. say it's either a script, a book, a song, uh-huh. like a, a sermon. Yeah. 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 I would say most likely you won't even be the one to fire the trigger. It will be God who does it. Mm. So in the meantime, you perfect it in, internally. Chew on it. Think on it. Approach it from every other angle. Uh, when I was younger and I would be allowed to preach places, I would preach a scripture like super out of context. My dad would be like, great job, great energy. That was good. Uh, that's not, you know, like talking about being like the people of the Tower of Babel because of unity and and. You know, He's like probably that, not. That ain't it. <laughs> that's probably not how you want to. Like, but you don't understand. Oh, God said that. they could do anything, and he's like, "Yeah, but but that's right, not we'll what the about. Bible means." Yeah, yeah, it's not what's so it's, funny. It's, so I've learned that whether it is, I mean, even in, in in this role I get to have with you, I was not interested in pulling the trigger, so to speak. It was more so like, I'm gonna pay attention to the soil I have right now. What does this needs to happen to this? Do I need to till this soil? Do I need to work on it? Do I need to plant seed? Do I need to water it? What do I need to do? Sometimes it's as easy as like, just let the sunlight hit it. Like stay out of the way. That's true. Just let that happen and just pause. Okay. And then, so here's, here's the thing that it lands on. If you need the fruit right now, you have to ask yourself, why do I want this so bad right now? Why do I feel like God's like, hey, your wheat is ready. You could go make some bread. And it's like, nope, I want this tree to make the fruit that it's supposed to make right now. I want my career and my marriage to look like this right now. And God's like, right, but we've got opportunities for character over here. We've got opportunities for self-reflection, self-awareness over here. And it's like, I don't want that. I want that. Well, you're not going to have a balanced diet in your life. So what you are saying is the answer is looking at the soil that you're currently standing on 100 percent. so as opposed to being like within i know we, we we jump all around so what i'm getting ready to say you're gonna go huh i love it but like with farmers there's this thing called crop rotation mm-hmm. to where if you were to plant tomatoes in the same part of this farming yeah is that the tomatoes actually sap certain nutrients out of the soil yeah specific ones same with carrots and corn and and certain so if you were to grow tomatoes on that same part of that field two or three seasons in a row it would kill the soil right so crop rotation is where i where i did corn last year Mm -hmm. and tomatoes Mm. last year i'm actually going to flip because they they take certain things out of the soil right 
So looking at your crop rotation of mm-hmm. being like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in this soil in mm-hmm. this season yeah. and it's going to take certain nutrients out of me. Totally. And then wow. in the next season, mm-hmm. I'm going to work that soil. Yeah. But just knowing that like, yeah, does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. So it's like right now <clears throat> you are like, I'm ready to launch a business, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur and launch this business. And, and then I would ask, well, the current soil is that have you yet have you yet to work in a business? Mm. Do you understand right. HR? Do you understand showing up on time? Yeah, Do you understand giving yeah. people dental and medical plans? Wow. Do you understand mm-hmm. what it means to meet a customer's needs, customer yeah. service and yeah. training and all that type of stuff? Do you understand a business structure? Sure. Or do you just have a lot of incredible knowledge from some YouTubes, from a life coach or from a college professor sure, that really yeah. amps you up yeah. and dead poet society is like, yeah. you can do anything, right? Which is great. Sure. I love all of that. Totally. stuff. That's the stuff I eat it up. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you want to make a movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Your current soil mm-hmm. is you're doing a social media Insta video. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to edit and color a Insta video? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. well, let's lean into that first sure. before getting into film. Excellent, yeah. You know, Absolutely. like that's the soil that you're at now. Right, right. Because there, now you get to learn healthy habits, uh-huh. you get to learn structure, and you right. get to learn those things. Yeah. So looking at the soil that you're at now as far as timing of, well, I want that fruit. Yeah. I want the fruit of accepting my Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, for me, like, or I want the fruit of finally building yeah. that facility. Like I've always wanted to build a um, a three-story fitness center. Nice. You know, with a basement with like wrestling and all that, like a wrestling yeah. mat and all these types of things for yeah. uh, high school, collegiate, you know, this athletic facility. Okay. Well, right now, have you learned... You know, have you been involved in building meetings of other buildings? Mm. Do you understand zoning? Right. Do you understand (laughs) what it means that like if you build this square footage of a facility that you actually have, that you are required by the city to build a parking lot, which means that's extra cost. Totally. Yeah. Do you understand the price of steel? Right. Right. It's all of those things where you're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So I actually can. Right. Do something today while sure. looking at the soil that I'm standing on uh-huh. that it can position me right. for when that sun does come mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I'm receiving the sun now. Right. Right. Absolutely. Is that yes. what you're saying? I Absolutely. It basically is saying God's timing is an extension of his wisdom. God's wisdom doesn't Ooh, contradict God's his timing. timing is an extension of his wisdom. Yeah. So Very his bueno. timing is perfect. And so he doesn't give you ideas and then go, I don't know, just do it whenever you want. Like, no, he'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the next, I think it even honors God when God gives you a dream to be like, okay, when and how do you want this to be activated? Ooh, that's And so God good. goes, wow, thanks for asking. Okay. Thanks for but asking. But I think a lot of people, as soon as they get a hint of, God's plan for their life. They go, okay, now, I mean, I made this mistake. There was a dude who took me to coffee at the last semester of my senior year in college. Just to let you know the, the, the progress I've made since then. Um, I was sitting there in this coffee place with this guy and he's like, Hey, I've uh, read some of your stuff, this and that. Would you like to come work? Because you were writing. Yeah. I was just putting blogs up and trying to uh, be a thought person, thought leader. (laughs) 
a thought leader. A thought leader. I can't say that <laughs> laughing. Yeah. I wanted to be that, and I had written a manuscript for a book, and this is so funny to share now. I my obviously I'm but not you're done bleeding. bleeding. I'm not bleeding from this anymore. Okay. I bled for Show a while. After. This is the the dagger. I this guy goes, do you want to come work for us and write for us? And then we can talk about your book and work on it. And I go, honestly, I wrote this book. So I think I'm just going to live off of that. I said, I turned down two jobs out of college. I know it's insane to me now. You there said, two, I'm like, basically I'm going to live off the royalties. Basically of the book that this I've book written at 23. He's like, this is like February. And I'm like, I graduate in May. The book has not been like, published nothing has been in the works nothing i just have some a word document on my laptop with words this is just the the mistake and i laugh at it now but there are a lot of people who when i see them in in college or in bible school i'm like hey this is great your dreams are valid god did give them to you but i want to see you on the other side of the chasm of the first year out of school when what you ordered didn't show up and when your secret mm, deadline circle. was not met, like I want to go, I want, I thought I was the exception, which everyone tends to think that after I finish school, right after God's going to do everything and then I'm yeah, going to be God's in this position. And then it's like, I assure you, if you had the wisdom of what you'll have in 10 years and three years, you look back and thank God, because I'm certain I would have ruined my life if all and, that stuff happened you know at that time. You know, what's unfortunate is that First off, I want to tell, I, 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 hold on, remind yeah. me of what you were saying. Sure. But one thought, your dreams were not meant to frustrate you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your dreams were meant to fulfill you. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Your dreams were not meant to frustrate you. They were meant to fulfill you. Mm -hmm. It's just certain dreams take a while. Joseph's dream in the Bible, right. like, there's so many Bible stories right. that if, you know, Moses, 80 years in the wilderness, yeah. Jesus, 30 years until he stepped into ministry. Yeah. Like if you're waiting, guess what? You're in good company. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So the other thing is, is that sometimes there were certain theologies of certain people that grew up in churches that were like, hey, mm -hmm. you do these things. God is going to show up for right, you. Right, right, And so whenever yeah. I've talked to my friends that are like, honestly, I stopped believing in God. You know, mm. and I'm like, oh, because life hit you. Mm. But no, I, I mean, it, it was a very unfortunate thing where they were raised up mm -hmm. and it was a um, and I believe in prosperity. Of course, I, I totally believe but in holistic it. I love prosperity, it. holistic prosperity. Absolutely. But sometimes it was like the Lord is going to bless you. Sure. You know, when you do X, Y and Z or right. at this point in your life. Right. So right. name it and claim it. Uh -huh. And here's the thing. I believe in the power of your words. Absolutely. I, I hold my kids accountable. 100%, to that. Yeah. I hold. But sometimes we interpret it mm -hmm. different to where yeah. it's like if I say in the morning, mm. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a billionaire and I'm working with other billionaires and I now have. I'm the CEO company of da 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 da, and yeah. I just walked out on the balcony of my skyscraper in Dubai. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. we say those things, right? And then a year, and nothing has happened. Yeah, hope deferred makes, makes the, the heart, heart sick. sick. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with what you're saying, and you're like, so does God not want me to have a skyscraper in Dubai? I don't know. I can't answer you that for you. Yeah. yeah, you should ask him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, That's, that makes it simple. <laughs> but I think that 
sometimes it can even impact the way that we view God. Yeah. And then it actually ends up hurting our life. Absolutely. When it's like, God was like, I, I never said those things. Uh-huh. So anyways, what, what, what would be your yeah, thoughts on the, that? It, basically what you shared is, is similar to this as well, that the God's wisdom and his timing work hand in hand. So a person who comes to God saying like, I want what you want for my life. That includes your wisdom and your calling and your anointing for what I'm supposed to do, who I'm supposed to marry, et cetera, et cetera. And I want your timing with all of it. That demonstrates the fear of God saying like, I, I really Ooh, so, want. So your, wait a second. The fear of God want. is not being like afraid of him. No, it's, it's an appetite for his will. It's like an you appetite can give, for his will. Oh, yeah. I love that. Absolutely. It's like, look, anything you give me, That's good, so bad, good. ugly. And there's been a lot of all three. Anything you give me, good, bad, or ugly, I am going to ask you what you want me to do with it. Whether that's someone harming me, and I go, how do you want me to handle this? I know how I want to handle this. Yeah. How do you want me to handle it? And there's the moments where there, those are the, the scars that come out. And God's saying, like, I will heal you. I will take care of you. Okay, there's a good thing. I have the chance, God, to work on an Easter production in 2022 with Pastor John at Victory. How do you want me to handle it? Do I come in going, I'm going to use this to garner attention for myself? Or are we going to sit down and go, let's make the best story possible that pleases the Holy Spirit? If you do the latter, then it's always been a good show. Yeah. Every time I've tried the former, which thankfully God didn't let me do while I'm at Victory, I tried it before I worked here, uh, it crashed and burned, and it was devastating. Yeah. Or there's been times where it has happened, mm-hmm. and then I have fallen apart. Right, right. Yeah, you like, I, yeah, then <laughs> like, it's existential. I'm like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's so good. Having an appetite for the will of God. I Absolutely. love that you said that. Yeah. So, just to reflect on behind the scenes of our best days, yeah. this episode was, it was all about timing. Right. On the the timing of your dreams mm-hmm. was, um, basically, your dreams were not meant to frustrate you, but to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. And not to confuse, um, like, the right thing at the wrong time is mm-hmm. a bad thing. Right. So don't confuse your three-year plan with your 10-year yeah, plan. Absolutely. Being patient, waiting on God's timing mm-hmm. and the structure that he's building within you. Everyone mm-hmm. who's listening and watching, know that. Yeah. If you just saw and and I'm and I'm grateful that he doesn't he only gives us glimpses. Yeah. But if you saw in full detail what God had in store for you, yeah. you would not question the current process and the timing that you're wow. in because you would go, "Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes." Thank you for building the structure. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were like, let's say to have like a mirror, mirror on the wall, mm. show me the in detail, yeah. what God has in store for me. Yeah. It would probably terrify you 100%. and it would stress you out. 100%. But what God is doing right now is he's building the structure to hold those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we talked about the timing of, of sharing your testimony <laughs> and, and, and Arvin, he said, when you're done bleeding, you can talk about a scar. Yeah. You know, we look at. Jesus mm. and doubting Thomas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was something Tim Ross shared uh, when I was at Oregon Tim Ross, years incredible ago. speaker, incredible pastor, leader. He was talking about how he chooses uh, when and where to share what's happened to him in his life, and he talked about how uh, there was a time when Jesus showed his disciples the holes in his hands, and then there was a specific time when he showed Thomas the the wound on his side. He kept those wounds. 
After he'd been resurrected, he intentionally kept the scars so that it could be a testimony of what he had done for humanity. But he was talking, he was, the thing he was highlighting, the thing that we've been talking about this whole episode, uh, and I know we're finishing up here, but the whole thing he was saying was uh, seeking God's wisdom on when and how to share those real scars. I've learned that personally. Mm. I know people have. And when I see someone who hasn't learned that, I go, wow, that's... Tough. Obvious, yeah, it's, it's, it's something to learn, honestly. It's not like your life is over when that happens, but it's like uh, there will be a day and time where your scars will... Uh, people who are bleeding will see your scars and go, okay, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, wow. And God can use what you've been through, obviously, to minister people, but right now, inner healing is mm-hmm. greater than outer success. Right. Inner healing is greater than outer success. So even though you're like, mm-hmm. oh, but I know this would be great in a book and it would be great for a blog and people would just chill. Yeah. Inner healing is greater than outer success. Yeah. All of those things are going to come that you need, but God is doing it a great work in you. Yeah. Hey, we wanted to say we love your Thank you for <laughs> you hockey. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning and, in and tuning in to uh, season three of Behind the Scenes of our best days. Much love. See ya. See ya.